everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Copcast podcast. Tonight, we're going to take a bit of a look at the Champions League draw, which took place five o'clock this evening in the UK. Liverpool ended up getting uh, a nice draw, in my opinion. I'm very happy with it myself. Uh, Napoli, Salzburg, and Ghent. So, uh, to, to discuss uh, the draw and get a reaction to it, first up, uh, Pod Regger, as usual, in Belfast. Well, a bit of a stranger, actually, Johnny Henderson. How are you, Johnny? All well? I think I've lost the right to be called a pod regular after the last couple of weeks. But uh, yeah, all good, Dave, all good. Then Belfast, thank you. Well, we, we, we're going to say that, but since you said it, I'll agree with you. <laughs> <It's just this laughs> and also, as we had a couple of new guys on uh, on the pod last week, and delighted to say that they're, they're both back again with us. Uh, first up in London, we have Cooldip Baddy. How are you this evening, Cooldip? All well? Um, yeah, not too bad, Dave. All well. Very happy with the uh, the draw, so all good here. And last but certainly not least, across in uh, somewhere somewhere in the Netherlands that I can't pronounce, uh, we have Beryl. Beryl, how are you tonight? Thank you. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? And, oh, getting there. Uh, say, happy enough with this draw. For once, maybe the, the, the football gods have smiled on us in, in the Champions League and, and hopefully we might have uh, a, a nice time uh, in qualification. But we'll get into that as we go. Johnny, I'll start with you. Um, as I say, we're going back to the San Pauli. The scene probably, is, as, as we said, I think you and I were talking earlier today about uh, maybe our worst performance of the season last season when we maybe should have still snuck a draw out of it, even even with that diabolical performance. Um, your, your, your thoughts yeah. on... On the on the group and and as I say you know honestly it, it's it's Napoli and I think we start their first game away, um, so it's it just it, it's all the ducks seem lined up beautiful, don't they? They do, they do. I mean, it's I'd echo the thoughts of the guys. It's um, it's a really good draw. I mean, I mean the one thing and Dave Donnan and I often talk about this is the the one thing you do like in Europe there was a bit of variety and playing somebody new. So that was the only disappointment when I seen Napoli come out. I thought, oh, them again. Um, but you know, in terms of Some, as somebody new goes, like like Atletico Madrid or someone, John, be careful what you're <laughs> well, <looking for>. no, <laughs> definitely not Atletico Madrid. No, I mean I was saying we were talking obviously before. And we started, and that was the one team that, you know, out of everyone in Europe, they, especially in part two, looked like a really formidable outfit. They'll have all that, you know, dogged organization from Simeone, and they've added, you know, they've added players, and, they, you know, they, they they seem like a team that are ready to, to move up a gear. So, um, you know, to avoid them was good. Napoli, I think Dunning made a good point earlier when he said we don't often – make a hash of a performance twice against the team. So I think Klopp will have seen what they've done last season. I think Napoli will be interesting. Obviously, yeah, it's a bit, you know, we've, we've, they'll know a lot about us. We narrowly beat them, um, we edged through because of the Salah goal last year. Um, I think that they've had a few changes, haven't they? Albiol's left. So he was sort of Benitez and brought him in there at centre-back. So they've, they've got Koulibaly, who's obviously a, Although Mo made a bit of an <laughs> Mo smoked him for the goal um, at Anfield last season, they've got him and Manolas who they who they got in. I think from uh, I think it was Roma. So you know Ancelotti's been talking them up a lot in terms of you know this is going to give them that platform at the back, um, and they've still you know they, they've still got a lot of um, you know they've still got a lot of talented. Players, you know, Dries Martin still scores a lot, and Sinje scores a lot. They, you know, there's still a team that, um, and Cali uh, as well that'll be a threat. But I think it's it's well set up. I mean, the the first game's away to them. You'd expect us to get through that. Then the other two are real unknown quantities, aren't they? I mean, Salzburg. Um, I think they've got an American coach. They obviously cruise things in, in in Austria to an extent, but we should have far too much for them. Genk. You know, ditto the weakest team in the group. You know, but we, we we again should have far too much. But I think we'd all agree that the the best part of the draw is the travel. You know, we don't have any really mad countries that we've got to go to. And um, we were, you know, I think the first thing we always do with these things is look at the fixtures, the way they fall, especially with the big games. And I think we the the, the home game, you know, the weekend we play City. You're looking at that and going because that's going to be critical, obviously, in the league. I think we played Genk at home the Tuesday before that. So, um, Dave, considering what we had last year with Napoli and PSG and that trip out to Red Star, which is 
tough. I think we're all we're all pretty happy, aren't we? We'll, we'll take that for starters. Uh, on top of the League Cup draw, uh, maybe we're, we're due a bit oh, more. Oh, 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 we'll long, get into the formidable FK take... Dons later, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and true Uncle <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'll I'll come to cool dip on it because I don't I don't know whether you were watching it, but when when Napoli were kind of drawn out, the the, the sort of stony, ashen faces of their their delegation there didn't look particularly happy to see us again. Uh, and I'm sure Pearl and Carlo Ancelotti is, is a, a guy I have masses and masses of respect for. And again, he he's <laughs> he's lumbered with Liverpool, and we treat the man so so badly. Uh, what, what what was your what's your take on the draw? I'm very happy. Unfortunately, I didn't. I didn't get to see the draw. Um, I was at work, so I couldn't. I couldn't see the draw, unfortunately, on TV or radio. But I was following it on 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 Twitter. So, but overall, I'm, quite, I'm really happy with the draw. I did fear when we had Napoli first, um, but I'm I'm like I think everybody else off air there. I didn't want Atletico Madrid. I really didn't want them. So that was happy. I was happy with that. But then once we got Napoli, I was fearful. I thought, well, I don't know who we're going to get in pot three or pot four, but. Really couldn't have hoped, I think, for a for a better draw because even Napoli should beat Napoli at home and get if we can get a draw away and the other two really maximum points home and away. So it should really, in my opinion, be done by by game four, game five definitely. So I've, and then like you guys said about the travel, we're not going to to Russia or the Ukraine or Turkey. So couldn't have really hoped for a better better draw. So I'm very happy with it. And yourself, Beryl, uh, d- 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 I don't know, do you, do you have any inside info on, on Salzburg or Genk? Uh, you know, their their teams, <laughs> Austria and Belgium, are not really leagues that are even televised here. <laughs> not, not really that I would even watch. Um, so I'm not really, personally, I don't know what to expect from, from them. You know, I know you're you're on the con, but maybe you, you see a little bit more of them. I, I could uh, pretend I do, but uh, no. Uh, no. You're just like the rest of us. <laughs> I, I've seen I've seen uh, Genk uh, against uh, Anderlecht uh, because I thought it was funny uh, to see a company struggle, uh, and, and he did struggle. You know, I wasn't too impressed and uh, with them, but but I, I I was impressed the last few times I saw uh, Red Bull uh, Salzburg. You know they have a knack. It's it's the it's the Red Bull uh, concern. They have a it's not a knack. It's 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 an, a very well organized scouting uh, apparatus. You could say they tend to find players uh, all over uh, the world that you know uh, other uh, clubs haven't been able to identify. Uh, like you know uh, Sadio Mane and, and Naby Keita, uh, uh, for instance. And then these players, if they are really good, uh, move on to Red Bull uh, Leipzig. And oh, I, officially, it isn't Red Bull Leipzig, but Rasenballsport, uh, I believe. Salzburg is is known to to entertain some interesting football. They they experiment with with pressing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, I don't know a lot about the new coach they have. Uh, I, I don't even know how new he is. It's 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 the American. Uh, what's his name? J- Jesse Marsh. I, I'm reading this uh, from their from their website. But um, um, but yeah, they always a, seem former to former player as well, wasn't he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Uh, I, I I but I. I'm not a fan of, uh, of, of of football teams, and, and, and uh, I believe it was Austria Salzburg before they became Red Bull Salzburg. As as much as I'm not a fan, you know, uh, turning clubs rooted in communities, etc., into parts of a of a corporation, which you know is something they are uh, doing. I think I, I am a fan of how they do it. You know, they are they are very good in their in their scouting. They are very good in their data anal- uh, analysis, uh, and and they are quite progressive in in the way they play their football. Um, I, I remember a game a couple of years ago, which uh, and 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 that time uh, Roger Schmidt was there. Uh, uh, Red Bull Salzburg's manager, and they played against Ajax, and and Ajax was was absolutely shell shocked about uh, about the, in, the 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 pressing intensity that Salzburg played. You know, they 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 pressed them off the park. Roger Schmidt has moved on, and they have uh, had uh, several managers, and now they have this uh, American manager. They don't look for. You know the, the conservative choices of uh, which old player do we have, or what is a, an experienced coach we can uh, 
kind of point as a manager, but they they looked into the ways to to innovate, etc. And so I'm I'm I, you know I, I'm I'm interested in in how uh, how they will play against us, and I think it will it'll be interesting. It will it won't be a normal uh, encounter with you know some uh, second tier club from some uh, with all due respect of course from some second tier uh, footballing country napoli is also especially if you uh, you know consider that they're an italian team they they play some very attacking football so uh, you know at least th- there will be some interesting games i think uh, i don't know much about Genk, as i said but uh, i'm i'm happy to, to see them for the you know uh, third time probably in my life You've obviously seen a little bit of Salzburg. What, what, what would you class as their their, their playing style? Are, are they kind of tailor-made for us? Do they come at teams? Uh, to, to be fair, I haven't seen them this season, so I don't know uh, uh, how they play right now, but I know that they're, uh, you know, they are used to dominate their own league, so they they won't be used to be dominated by us, but um, but I know that they, they generally uh, um, find the players that suit their own style, and their style is generally very aggressive and very, uh, you know, they attempt to dominate the game, dominate uh, dominate the ball possession, they press hard, etc. You know, the things we do, you should you could say. Uh, but again, you know, with the caveat, I haven't seen them this year. I'm going to come back to you, Kildup, because you mentioned something about, you know, we should be qualified after four games in, in this, and, and I'm with you. I, I'm, you know, I'll certainly ask everybody the question. I think it's vitally important this time around that we get the business done. You know, we're, we're stuttering. We had, a, we had a rough group last last season. Uh, and, and, and yeah. We were fighting the whole way. And, and I think that, that, that this season, what I want to see in this group is as you say, four games in, and we can start thinking about, you know, playing a weekend team, giving our front three a rest, you know, some of them a rest in a couple of games. And I think that's that's going to be vital for us, the longevity of this season. You've got the Club World Cup to come as well. There's a lot in there. That I, 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 this is where I think it's very important for us. No, I agree. Especially, I mean, if you combine everything with this, you know, without harking back to the size of the squad, you know, we haven't got the, you know, the biggest squad in terms of, you know, possibly the biggest squad. So it, it, we are lucky because I think last season it was hard. I mean, PSG and Napoli were genuinely, you know, it was two out of three that were going to go through. They were really good, good teams. And, and going away to Belgrade was always going to be hard, hostile atmosphere. So this year we have, in my opinion, we've been lucky. I think it, it, we should, you know, we avoid defeat against Napoli first game. I think that's crucial. And we should win the next three. So if we get 10, then after that we can rotate, um, be a bit fresher for the league, fresher for the World Club Championship. So potentially, we should be all right all round. Um, so I think it's it's vital that we, that we just we don't mess about. That's the key. Is not you know if we lose against Napoli at the start, that's going to put real pressure on us. And I think like you're saying, we then play Salzburg, don't we, at home? But we don't want extra. We don't want the, don't want the the extra the extra pressure of saying having you know maybe eight points after four games, and we're looking to to get results. In the last two games, at least then, if we've done it by by four games, you know we can we can relax a bit. Come to you, John. We we can't play as bad as we did against Napoli the last time. I I just can't. We have waited for a decent Champions League drop for for a long time now, and and really <laughs> and truly, yeah, it, it, it's time we we just kick on and and we mince this group. You know, I think we're looking at a different Liverpool now. You know, they've got that trophy under their belt. If if you look at, we're not playing top top level this season we're still haven't hit the groove completely we're, we're doing bloody well but we just own teams at the minute and i think that's the way those four games will be i think we'll go to, to, to the sam Pauli. i think we'll, we'll own napoli and, and it's, a, it's, a, it's almost like a corner that's been turned this season of maturity in the team of just that yeah you know, we, be, we belong here sort, sort of things you know we are the champions of europe we belong here and and i just yeah i, I think we get it done yeah, I, I'd agree with that, Dave. I think there's, um, you know, the, the team's maturing and the team's been improving every season under Clap. And obviously last year, that sort of culminated in that performance. We had 97 points and you were, you know, you won the European Cup, but I totally agree. I mean, Napoli hold no fears for us. We know exactly what they're about. There's a maturity in the team. And I think there is, a, you know, being the champions of Europe, as you say, it, it, those players... 
it's not like there's this question mark sort of hanging over their heads anymore where people are going, yeah, they're really good, they're really good, but can they get over the line and win a trophy? You know, then they got over the line and they won the biggest trophy in, in, in world, you know, club football. So that that sort of breeds that 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 confidence and the and the you know the, those players won't be phased by that and, and it, it sort of takes me I, I think about you know teams that were consistently making the knockout stages in the Champions League for a long time and you think even you know you don't like talking about Ferguson but you know this type of group Ferguson used to always say didn't they what you what you look to do in this situation is you know, and and you know the guys have said it. You know, after sort of four games, you want to have nine, ten points on the board. You know, Ferguson used to always say that. You know, get those nine points, ten points rattled out on the board, and then the last two games are a bit of a dead rubber. You can rest, you can rotate, you can use your squad. And I agree. I I see this as an opportunity um, for us to, to cruise through a group, and it, it doesn't feel like we've done that very often. Um, even under, no, you know, it's always the, crisis, John. But you just don't feel yeah. it's going to be crazy. You don't feel it. You think that's the maturity I'm talking about. I think we lose yeah. the crisis. I think there was a couple of times under Rafa, maybe where the groups, you know, the draws were favourable. And I remember, you know, Peter Crouch was scoring overhead kicks and stuff. But generally, it's felt like you know, you think about Gerard against Olympiacos. You think of, you know, you think of last uh, season. You know the the sort of heroics that they had to do. Um, you know, Allison against Napoli, where it where, where it was where it was all on the line. Um, and then you think of the, you know, the, the 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 season before that as well. I'm trying to think. It felt like the season before that we had our we had our moments as well, didn't we? Um, where it was a, a little bit um, touch and go at times. I, I don't think it was uh, it was a hundred percent plain the sailing. The whole group, the whole group, and that and in, in that. Uh, season was, uh, you know, we we were like, well, if we got the last sixteen, we did well, and, and we ended up getting to the final, John. And even the start of that season, even sort of ha- halfway through the the Champions League campaign, I remember doing pods, going, you know, well, we'll probably make a last sixteen. That'll be a good effort for us. But we, you know, we yeah. ended up making the final. Exactly, and I do say it like this is. A, I think this is important now for Liverpool as well. You know, get the job done, and I think you know that that first game away and. I've heard the, there's an interesting thing with a Napoli tie that um, the away game might be played in Bologna. I don't think it's confirmed, um, but I don't know if there's something looming over them, maybe with a stadium or something like that. But obviously, if that was neutral as well, that would be in, in, in a big game. That would be a big help as well. That's, a, that's an intimidating place to go, uh, the San Paoli. Uh, have they, is that crowd trouble, John? Is that punishment or something? <laughs> I, it, it must be. It must be. I, I, it was just something that I'd noticed where it would, a few people were mentioning it, but it, but it hasn't been been confirmed yet. Um, but obviously, you know, if you can get away with that's an intimidating arena, as you say, and you know the crowd last year when we went there and lost, I know it was a late goal, but they really dominated us and we didn't settle in that game at all. So I think any little advantage we can take out there, you know, we, we, we'd probably be happy with a draw out there and then just. Get a, get a couple of wins on the board and, and make sure then that we sort of get through comfortable, you know. Screw that. I want three points. Nothing nothing more, nothing less. Uh, Beryl, I'll come to you. You know, as I say, we're, 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 we've got Liverpool here cruising through the group after four games, 10 points, no, pro- or 10 points, no problem. How do you think Jurgen Klopp will be looking at that tonight? Um, obviously, he'll, he'll, be, he'll be quietly delighted, I'm sure, and uh, we'll have them totally prepped for it. But do you think that... Liverpool themselves will be looking at it and thinking, you know, we really should have this tied up in game four. You know, that should be the ambition, of course. And and I, I think he will be confident that they that they should be able to do that. But I think, you know, last year, last season, we we tried to cruise the group, I think. And that, that's why we uh, managed, managed to lose uh, both at Napoli as in uh, as in Belgrade. But you know we we have matured from from that from last season onward. So I I you know uh, I I'm interested to see how how much we have matured, and I'm 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 quietly confident. So I'm expecting some confident, measured tactics. Uh, I think we won't be as easily intimidated by the uh, the atmosphere at the San Paolo or uh, yeah wherever we will play at the game. I think it isn't overconfident to think that we could could have tied the group up. The third hurdle, three games in, 
we should, we could be over that hurdle. I, I, I certainly think it should be that way. I honestly, it's just down to that maturity that we show on the pitch now. You know, Allison's still to come back as well. You know, we're 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 not even we're not even at our best yet, and and I think that's the way we should be looking. But listen, since we're all here, a bit of fun. We'll run through the rest of the draw, and uh, we'll 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 pick your let you pick your qualifiers uh, from each group. So. Uh, Group A, which which I love, is PSG, Madrid, Bruges, and Galatasaray. I'll stay with you, Beryl, on this one. Uh, m- my own interpretation of this one is that, you know, I think PSG are going to lose Neymar this week uh, to Barcelona by the look of it. Uh, PSG could struggle greatly, I would say, in, in Turkey. That's a real, real cauldron, that place. I, I think this could be a very, very interesting group. I'd still probably... Madrid and PSG to go through, but I, th- I think there could be a few twists in this one. What I've seen from Galatasaray was that they are not on their, you know, haven't started the season very well as well. But you know they they tend to uh, find their their form in, in uh, especially in in the uh, you know it, it, it's it's not only a stereotype; it's really true that the, the cauldron like atmosphere they they tend to have at these uh, at these places. Yeah, and again, uh, you know, the, not only Paris Saint Germain but also Real Madrid are are, uh, are in flux. You should you could say you know the, the important players have left and and they haven't been replaced. Uh, important players could still leave, and they are haven't found their their new rhythm yet. And you know, and, and I think in the case of Real Madrid, uh, some players that should have left haven't left. It might be it might be interesting. I, I, I'll still go with the conservative prediction that probably Paris Saint-Germain and Real Madrid will get out of the group, but, you know, maybe with a nosebleed here and there. Well, that's what we're all in it for, really, is the, is the odd nosebleed here and there. Cooled up yourself, how do you see this one going? Uh, as I say, it, it's, to me, it's just the, the Turkish angle, and PSG just don't have, it's, it's, it's almost like Manchester City, they just don't have that European pedigree to deal with, with grounds like that, and I just can see a banana skin for them there. Yeah, no, to be honest, I agree as well. I think Turkey's, especially that, that that place is it is a hostile atmosphere. Um, Galatasaray might not travel very well, so I think I think PSG and Real Madrid will be okay. But PSG, you're right, may I think may struggle. Um, they they tend to bottle it a little bit, so you know I think I still would think them them two will be fine though. But I, I think it's not going to be as easy for PSG. I think I think Madrid will be fine because I think they, despite them not being the same. Maybe the same Real Madrid they were a couple of years ago. They've been there, done it. You know, they know how to get things done. So I think they'll they'll be fine. And PSG probably will just squeak through. Because I'm not, I'm not, I haven't looked at the fixtures. I don't know when, whether they go to Galatasaray early or they go later on in the in the in the match day. So I'm not sure when they're going there. That may affect it if they need to get a result later on against Galatasaray. But I think they'll go through. Yeah, and Johnny yourself, are you? Conforming with everyone, I don't see an upset. <laughs> I don't see an upset there. I don't see an upset. I know what you're saying about PSG and two shells under a wee bit of pressure, isn't it already? And they've had, you know, obviously it's, there's been it's, a circus it's what, around. It's what players Neymar. they're going to get as well uh, with with Neymar. There's talk up to three players moving there and whatnot. You know, so another three players to bed in, and you, you know what I mean. That the, the upheaval of of the Neymar saga that's dragged on all summer. I think of a lot going on there. <laughs> I don't like them either, Dave. I'd love to say they're going to not go out. <laughs> they're not going to go well, It was based on it was based on dislike. I am. I must admit the whole comment. I, I know you. I know you have an inherent dislike of them as as I share. But uh, now nah, I think, listen, it mightn't be as smooth as it probably would have been maybe last season for them if they had a good that draw. But I I think it's safe to say that the two you expect to go through will go through there. Uh, I'll stay with you for, for Group B, John. It, it throws up Bayern Munich, uh, Spurs, Olympiacos and Red Star. Looking at this one, I, I say Tottenham probably top the group in this one. Um, I don't think Bayern have bought anything from, from last season, anything that really, really, really upgrades them. Uh, and they were poor oh, last season. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, don't think Bayern are the force they were. I don't think Kovac is anything special. I mean... It was a cagey sort of tie we had with them, and then on the second leg we just blew them away. We upped it a wee bit, but I don't know. I'm not sure about Spurs. I mean, the the question on that is out of them, out of Tottenham and Bayern, who's going to top that group? I think that's clear. You know, they 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 will have two two.
too much for the other two sides in that group. Tottenham are a bit of a weird one. You know, they had an awful result at the weekend. There's there's some question marks about, you know, Vertonghen seems to be out of favour there at the moment. There's some crazy stuff on that at the weekend as well. So I said, I think I read somewhere that Harry Kane only, I mean, I did watch the game back. I didn't see it live, but I watched it later that day. I think Kane had only something like seven or eight touches in the second half. So, you know, Ericsson's, you know, could still go um, full back. They look a bit light. I don't know. Tottenham are a strange one. You know, they, they, they've, you'd think after reaching the Champions League final, they're, they're maybe in a great position to kick on. But I don't know, Dave, if I would share, the, you know, that optimism that, you know, that, that they'll top that group. I think, um, you know, Bayern obviously have um, Coutinho um, as well. And, you know, I can based see... Off a, a based off the Copa America, John, I wouldn't be getting too worried about that. I know, but you've got to bear in mind too that that guy was, you know, he was playing in a team and a system that just didn't seem to work. Of uh, You know, I've heard some quotes from Lewandowski during the week where he's already sort of salivating about his final ball and you know, you've got a finisher like Lewandowski and you've got Coutinho and, and and that thing Dave that you were talking about just pedigree you know Bayern go out in the Champions League every year they expect to get through the group they won't be phased by going anywhere yeah Tottenham got to the final with that know-how that experience I would be I would be thinking Bayern will win that group and I, and, I, and, and Tottenham will be second if, if I had to put my neck on the block that's what I'd say Mm, interesting. Beryl, where do you stand on this one? Um, obviously, you'll, you'll have Bayern and Tottenham probably going through, but who do you think's the better side? I'd have to agree that Tottenham is, is you know, th- there is something going on there. Uh, if you if you look at uh, how many points they've gathered in the league since uh, about, you know, the turn of the year, they haven't done very well. So, and and there's uh, there are some some personal conflicts going on there. You know, Eriksson, Vertonghen, uh, um, Danny Rose was leaving, but he now is playing. So I, I'm not sure everything's well at Tottenham. So uh, I'd say that Bayern is, uh, uh, and I don't I don't rate Niko Kovac as a as a very good uh, manager, but uh, you know he he has the backing of of uh, of the club at this point, and. Uh, the players that have left uh, were the players they wanted to, them to leave, and they've got in. You know, uh, you know. I, I agree with you that Coutinho has hasn't been in his, uh, you know, hasn't been the magician he was when he was with us. But but still, you know, the, he, he can, you know, he, he might return to his form uh, again. If you look who we will be replacing, uh, you know, people like Renato Sanchez, etc. So he he will probably be an improvement. So I, I'd, I'd say that Bayern will top this group. Um, I, I've seen Olympiakos against Kuban Krasnodar, I believe, and they they absolutely uh, obliterated them in, in, in two legs. Uh, Red Star, I saw them against the, uh, young boys. Don't, don't think I have anything else to do, but you know, sometimes I watch some football. I, I watched them against young boys, and they they struggled, but. But you know, if you're talking about the cauldron, that's that's a proper cauldron to play in. So uh, again, I, I would be conservative here and say Bayern and Tottenham will probably get out of this group, uh, but not without nosebleeds. And I and I expect nosebleeds at Tottenham more so than at Bayern. Hmm, interesting. Cool it yourself. Uh, do you share that? Yeah, I do. As long as we really boring and agree with the guys, um, I think Bayern like. I don't remember who said it, whether it was Johnny's up. They, they have got pedigree. Um, they know what they're doing. They're, I think they'll go through. I think they'll top it. Spurs, I agree. Again, with Sam Boring, the guys, just something's not quite right at Spurs. Um, don't know what it is, but something's not quite right there. So, I, I, but I think they'll have enough to go through. Yeah, so I, I, yeah, I think them two will go through. Maybe not easily, but I think them two will go through. Hmm. I'm staying with you then. You know, we talk about yeah. European pedigree. Um, we move into Group C where there's absolutely none. Uh, we have Manchester City, um, Shakhtar, <laughs> Dinamo Zagreb, and Atalanta. Um, a very timid group for for Pep's Man City. That one, he'll, he'll hardly get many battle scars there, um, and he will have a lot of travel, which is nice. Yeah, I mean, I, think, I mean, City will walk that group. Um, the travel is the only thing that may have a knock-on effect, possibly in the league, but. I mean, to be honest, I think they could field their their second string, and 
get through that group. So I think I don't think they'll have any problems. And Johnny yourself, hardly an illustrious uh, <laughs> group of teams. Yeah. Uh, you know, we we have to look at this with the league in mind as well. You know what I mean? And and you know the, the travels about the only bonus would take out of it. Yeah, that's it. That's where the bonuses end. <laughs> uh, the travel. Um, yeah, it's an absolute cruise for them, isn't it? You know, they'll they'll probably romp through that group. I'd imagine they'll win every game by an average of at least probably two, three goals. But yeah, there, there's there's a bit of there's a bit of traveling in it. Um, but but I, but I do think the Champions League is an important one with, with City. I would have loved to. I've seen them in a in a tough. Uh, in a tough group because I think it was almost 50-50 when the, when the teams were coming out. They ended up with Shakhtar and we got Napoli and it could have easily been um, Napoli and it would have been interesting to see to, to see them up against, you know, the Napoli for, for a bit of a, a challenge. But I think a lot of Liverpool fans are sort of pinning our hopes this season on they're them getting distracted because there is an obsession there for Pep, you know, for all the things Pep's done and he's a great coach as we know. And, you know, all his teams play super football, but the one big question mark over him is he's never won a Champions League outside Barcelona. He hasn't won a Champions League without Messi. He didn't do it at Bayern. He's had a few attempts at Man City, but he's never even been to the, I don't think he's even been to the semifinals, has he? Um, so there, there's a real pressure on him and he knows that, you know, that their owners want and expect. So they'll cruise through that. And I think what we've got to hope then is hopefully, you know, they get a tricky tie in the, in the second round and the quarters and that that acts as a bit of a distraction sort of come come March uh, and, and that time we really want, you know, when the title race, hopefully if we're, we'll, we'll be in the thick of it, we'll be getting there. But it's a cruise of a group for them. The travel's not ideal, but uh, yeah, we'll move on. <laughs> There's not much more to say about that group, I don't think. Let's go to Group D, I'd say. Yeah, Group D, because, you know, John talks about there, there's not very much there to scare, scare you. But I'll tell you what, two teams in this group that, you know, no matter where you finish in your group, you you don't want uh, Juventus or Atletico Madrid in in the round of sixteen. Um, they're in with Bayer Leverkusen and Lokomotiv Moscow. It's it's a question of who tops the group here. Uh, the Atletico Madrid crowd doesn't like uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, um, so you know that might be interesting. Uh, you know, apart from who who will top the group, I've seen Leverkusen uh, quite a few times, and they have a very uh, very adventurous uh, Dutch coach uh, Peter Bos which will lend itself to some very interesting Atletico uh, uh, and Juventus uh, uh, countering against them. So it'll be interesting, but I, I don't see any other outcome than Juventus and Atletico getting out of this group. And cool dip yourself, do you see anything beyond the obvious? No, I'm afraid I don't know. I think the only thing possibly is going to be interesting is who, who tops the group between Juventus and, uh, and Atletico. Um, that's the only thing I'm curious about. But otherwise, no, them to them to go through quite easily, I think. Atletico are the real, it's real curious. I suppose the only thing with Atletico is they've made a lot of changes, sort of unlike them. You always associate Simeone's Atletico with, you know, they don't change an awful lot, but they've, obviously, Rodrigo's gone out to City. Um, Griezmann's gone. So they brought in Joe Felix, who looks an unbelievable talent. Um they brought in that guy, Laurenti, as, as a holding midfielder replacement. Trippier and a right back was an interesting one as well. So I think it'll be a really uh, it'll be a really informative group, I think, for telling you where, you know, Juve and Atletico were at, because those two games between those two will be proper, they'll be proper European games. You know, that you'll see two really high-level teams that fancy themselves to go far. Um, but absolutely, they will. You'd expect the two of them to dominate the group, and it'll be whoever you know the winner of that group will be. It'll be a hard fought because obviously they'll want to have that advantage of coming out as the winner. But but you could you know you you could certainly see that whoever comes second in that group knocking out an opponent because to my mind they're two of the they're they're two of the big dangers. They're certainly two of the teams that you know you you wouldn't want. Um, Liverpool playing either of those or Man City, you know, as to me, that they would be the three teams you'd sort of want to avoid to as late in the competition as possible. So it'd be interesting to see that, Dave. But uh, yeah, absolutely, they'll go through those two. 
Well, here, I'll stick with you for, for, for Group F, because, again, it's a, it's, to me, it's an interesting one. Barcelona, Dortmund, uh, Inter Milan, and Slavia Prague. You know, Inter spent a lot of money. Uh, we've got Lukaku now. Uh, I think we've got Alexis Sanchez on loan. I, I, and I, for some reason, I, I, I don't know, maybe crazy thinking this, I think they might get a turn out of him uh, in Italy. You know, the, the slow yeah. pace of the game yeah. and whatnot. And, uh, yeah. you, you know, I, I think there's an interesting group. Uh, you know, we've got the whole thing, Neymar going back to Barcelona. How the fuck's he going to manage that that four? That's that's that's, that's a podcast in itself. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and Dortmund are, are, are always a decent side. Yeah, that's a, that's a really interesting group, isn't it? Um, I mean, again, on the face of it, it's very hard. The quality of the sort of top two pots make it very, very hard. You need to be really brave and really, you know, you, you'd need to be really insightful if you can predict an upset outside the top two in these groups. You know, you'd expect them all to go through. But I, I think it's an interesting one with Barca because, you know, over the last sort of couple of seasons, you know, Suarez's powers aren't quite what they were. I mean, he's still a brilliant footballer. He's just not, he's not the force of nature that he was. Do you want That's to tell him that? Because I, I don't think anybody <laughs> wants to tell him it, John. <laughs> I, I know, but, but, you know, you've seen them in the, the way that, I think that the tie against Liverpool showed up a lot of that. And I mean, I know they won 3-0 at home, but it was a really strange 3-0. I mean, they never were three goals better than Liverpool. And I think Liverpool knew that. And that was probably a key factor in why Liverpool turned it around because Liverpool's self-belief was they knew that that team weren't a three-goal, you know, weren't a 3-0 team. You know, that wasn't like we were outclassed. Liverpool knew that they dominated that game for large spells. So I don't think that they're the force. Um, Dembele is still, you know, mercurial talent, but can they make him fit? Neymar went to PSG to sort of eclipse Messi, get out of his shadow. That's what we were told. Um, that hasn't worked out. His teammates really don't like him. You've seen Mbappe throwing him out of the team photograph at PSG. He's not a popular character. Will he be welcome back if it happens? I don't know. I think there's question marks um, about them. I think the one advantage they do have is that, you know, with Real Madrid, there's a big transition going on there and similarly at, at Atletico. But, you know, I... I, I I could, you could maybe see an upset in that group. I mean, Dortmund. Yeah, I, I think Dortmund might will fancy that group, and you know, they they've been developing well. They, they 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 competed. They fell away a wee bit, you know. But Sancho looks like the real deal. He looks like he's oh, he is sensational, yeah. John. I I've seen him for the first time there in the last couple of weeks, and and, yeah. and the fuss is well well warranted. And obviously, the exciting thing is, Dave. Those in the know would have us believe that. Liverpool have quite a lot of groundwork laid there to try and bring him back to England. That would be that would be a very exciting thought. You know, you, you watch him and you sort of go, give that the clop. Just give him the clop. <laughs> it's easy. Yeah. It's just tailor-made for us. Uh, if we've got to save up a summer of, of fees and not spend any money to get him next year, I mean, he, he looks to me like someone that you'd be looking at so as an option. And Mbappe we're getting. We're, that's, <laughs> it's really worth not spending this summer. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, brilliant. Mbappe and um, Jaden Sancho sat on the bench waiting to come on as impact subs when Mo gets tired. and <laughs> But... Uh, no, I think that, that group's interesting. I think Dortmund will fancy it. And I think Inter, yeah, I think Lukaku sort of has to prove a point that he's in the right setup, in the right environment. He's a goal scorer. Um, and Inter will be thinking they can cause an upset there. So, you know, I'm going to say Barca and Dortmund obviously to go through, but it wouldn't surprise me maybe if Inter forced their way into that group a wee bit. Um, it, it'll, be, it'll be an interesting one. Beryl, are you on the uh, are are you on John's inter train or not? <laughs> well, uh, yes and no. People who know more about Syria than than I do uh, think that Juventus might be uh, a weaker and, and less concentrated on on winning the league than they have been for the last eight years. Uh, and Inter may see their chance, just as maybe Napoli may see their chance to to win the uh, the Scudetto. They might be more interested in winning the league than than and 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 treating the uh, the Champions League as a, as a free hit, uh, especially in this uh, very you know rough group. Uh, 
free hitters may uh, sometimes uh, give out a sucker punch. So uh, it, it wouldn't uh, totally surprise me if, if Inter, especially at home, um, uh, did one on uh, on Barcelona, especially with Conte. And you know, he, he is he is a very good coach, especially uh, when he when he's able to 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 just you know, rely on his defense. So yeah, it, it might be interesting, and, and Dortmund were in, were a, uh, were a nice to watch uh, last year. But you know, they they were they fell short in the league, and they fell short in the in the Champions League because of you know inexperience, I think. And 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 they might have learned from from that, and they have bought very well. So uh, they, they might be a force to reckon with. So uh, this is an interesting group. I I I, I don't. I don't think you can say that uh, out of Dortmund or Inter, uh, uh, which of them would be a favorite to to uh, to go uh, with Barcelona, who I think is a, is a favorite to, to get out of this group. The most interesting part of uh, the most funny part, uh, from the from the draw, aside from the uh, the very strange uh, speech that Cantona was giving, but uh, you know, stay with the draw. Uh, was uh, the 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 owner of Slavia Prague uh, laughing when they were, when they were drawn with Barcelona, Dortmund, and Inter, and and you know seeing the the humorous side of it. Uh, so I don't think they, they they have much of a chance of getting out of this group, uh, not even a third. Cooled up yourself, or are you bought into this? You know, I I think Lukaku is sort of made for Italian football. Uh, certainly, much more than he was for for English football. And again, with, with Alexi Sanchez playing that slower pace, we saw with Chile, at, uh, there was like uh, some more certainty to what, what we've seen at United. And, and, you know, Sanchez said there's still a player there. And I think maybe just with the less intensity, that they, they might get something out of him. Well, where are you with, with Inter uh, breaking up the party for the other two? Yeah, I agree with the others. I think this is the most interesting group. Um, I genuinely think, I think both these Barcelona are favourites, but... I can't, I'm not really sure who will go through to Dortmund and, and Inter. And Lukaku, I think, will score goals. I, I agree with you. I think they will score goals. And, and Sanchez, didn't he play? I'm sure he played at Udinese um, before, I think he did. Um, so I think he knows the Italian league. And I think he, he will do well. And Conte is a, a very good manager. So I think I think Inter will be all right. I think, you know, if I was, if I was Barcelona, I'd be slightly worried about that group because we could have... You know, we could have had Dortmund and, and Inter Milan. If that had happened to us, I'd be I'd be worried a little bit. So, you know, I think Barcelona will win the group. I think Inter Milan will finish second. I do. I think they'll just they'll just pip Dortmund. Although Dortmund is is a, obviously a very good team, and Sancho is a great player. Um, but I think Inter Milan. I think Conte, Sanchez, Lukaku. I think I think they'll I think they'll squeeze through. I think they'll come second. Well, listen, we'll, we'll move into Group G. Zenit, St. Petersburg, Benfica, Leon, RB Leipzig. Beryl, do you watch any of these guys? <laughs> yeah, again, I think uh, another uh, Red Bull uh, Rasenball Sport uh, uh, team, Leipzig, is a very interesting team. And they have the uh, the, the former manager of, uh, of Hoffenheim, uh, Nagelsmann, who I rate very highly. Uh, Leon has... has Lost several players and might even lose uh, Depay. I have heard, but uh, still, you know, they, they they seem to have an, an uh, you know a conveyor belt of, of, of talent. So I, I I wouldn't be surprised if Lyon and Leipzig got out of this group. Uh, Benfica lost uh, uh, João Felix. Uh, Zenit, yeah, <laughs> I, I know. They are a quite formidable team to beat, uh, especially because you know you need to travel all, all the way, uh, the way across uh, Europe, etc. But yeah, I, I haven't. They haven't been able to uh, get out of the group uh, before, if I'm not wrong. So you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Lyon and Leipzig got out of this group. No, indeed. And and you know, Kulde will come to you again. I, I've never seen such a weak first seed. As sense, and no, certainly no disrespect to them at all, but yeah. it's 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 almost like it's it's like a disruption in in, in the balance of the whole thing. No, it's true. I mean, when you think, you know, we would you know go back to the previous group, Inter Milan, previous winners, just recent winners, and their third seed, and you got Zenit who were first seed. Yeah, it's 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 UEFA again, I suppose. You know, going off on one and just just seeding however they want to seed. So. I do agree, and that, I mean that group really sounds, sounds awful thing. But 
I don't think I've got any interest in that group really at all because it's just I don't really watch any of those teams. But I do. I do. You'll probably find it'll be the best football you'll be missing. Yeah, probably, probably the most open group out of all of them. It'll probably be the one group that you know all four teams might be able to to qualify on the last on the last day on the last day on the last match day. So you're probably the most interested. But I do agree. I, th- I think I think Leon will go through, and uh, I think yeah, I think Leon will go through. I think they're quite good. Um, I don't think Zenit will go through, and I don't think Benfica will go through. Well, they say that the Leipzig project seems to be. Um, yeah. I'll come to you, John. You know, like their projects, and they they do things pretty well. I'll say you can like them or you can loathe them. The, the, this Red Bull branding, but uh, they do develop players. They're they're trying to. They're trying to, there's at least some ethics in there. And, and this is just, it's it's a weird group. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But but I totally agree. I think the Red Bull team, Salzburg, Leipzig, are very interesting because they are more at the, I suppose, a bit like Liverpool, where you, Liverpool are really celebrated at the moment. They're getting a lot of credit and kudos for their, their analytics, for their data and their scouting and, you know, the, the level of detail they go into. And there's no doubt about it that the Red Bull teams have embraced that and, and they also embrace it with their coaches as well. I mean, I don't know if you've read the, the pieces around where the, with the data that was involved before the decision to get Klopp as well. And, 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 and I agree there with the guys, you know, the, Seeing Nagelsmann's a really interesting one there. You know, they've 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 obviously identified him because he has that progressive style with Hoffenheim and the press and, and all that there. So it's that group is yeah, it's it, it's really, really interesting. It'll be an interesting one to see how they how 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 that one will, will pan out. I would have a sort of a feeling that you know they could they could maybe do something there. You know that that Leipzig could 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 be the upset there. I mean Zenith. What a lot of people have been asking the question: How are Zenith top seeds? <laughs> you know, you can sort of understand it a bit with Benfica. You know, John, the, they, they could end up um, being the bottom of the group, and that would send hopefully a message to to UEFA. But I would imagine it'll fall in deaf ears. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, that's. I think that's a very interesting group. But my shout at this point would be. I can see Leipzig coming out of that group. You know, I know they're the fourth seeds, but I could see them getting out of that group, and and I could see maybe Benfica coming out of that group as well. Um, but but it's very open. You know, I, I certainly if you're Leipzig or you're Lyon, you know, if you're looking at a, if you're in pot three or four and you end up in that group, I think you're delighted. No, absolutely, um, indeed. Well, listen, we'll come to the last one because I think. Uh, there's another one that I, I, I just love the group. Uh, it's Chelsea, Ajax, Valencia and Lille. Um, I'll, I'll come to Beryl, given his love of Ajax. Uh, I'll give you first crack at this one. You know, given, given what we've seen from Chelsea so far this season, this is not the traditional Chelsea side going into a Champions League. Uh, this is completely and utterly different. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, interestingly enough, you know, with them with, with having a transfer ban did more transfers than we did, you know. But still... They are not uh, the the dominant force they have been for quite you know, uh, you know for a decade, I'd say. Um, so yeah, they, they they top this this group, but uh, I, I would I would be surprised if they would top it come uh, December. Um, Ajax has lost two of their best players, and 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 not only good players, but you know integral players. But they have retained uh, Ziyech and they have retained uh, Blind and uh, Tadic, etc. So they still have 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 some very good players left, and uh, and and their coach is is a very good coach who has you know, proven himself. I, I think uh, uh, it pains me to say I have, to, but the, the, I expect Ajax to get out of this group. Um, I I don't know much about Valencia. I have to admit I've I've seen them. Uh, few times uh, in the past years but they never seem to you know captivate me with with anything there's nothing special about them for me of course um and and Lille uh, was a surprise package uh, last year in 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 the uh, the Liga but um they've lost uh, Pepe and they've lost uh, uh Rafael I believe and they've bought uh, a player who came from Ajax, uh, Dolberg, who, who was uh, seen as uh, one of the greatest talents uh, just a few years ago, but you know, never uh, lived up to that tag. So, but you know, that there might be some revenge feelings against Ajax. 
I'm I'm not sure which of the other three will will go through, but uh, uh, but I expect Ajax to go through this group, and I, I don't think I think Chelsea will have enough uh, on their hands to you know uh, stay in uh, within the top six in the Premier League, and 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 uh, the Champions League might prove to be too much of a of a distraction. I don't think Lampard will focus on the Champions League. Let's let's put it that way. Possibly not. Uh, cool dip. I'll come to you on it because an experienced squad and an experienced manager. I think Chelsea are in real trouble. Honestly, I do think Chelsea are in real trouble mm-hmm. in this group. No, I agree with you. I mean, Chelsea. You know, that, like you said before, that this is not the Chelsea that we we've been used to in the last 10, 10, 15 years or whatever it is. So, I think Chelsea will will struggle. I I agree. I, I actually think we'll top the group, and then I think really it's between the other three. But I do. I don't think Chelsea will will come out. I think they've got. With the transfer ban um, and the squad he's got at the moment, I just think there'll be it'll be too much on him with the you know with the league matches. If he gets one or two injuries, um, I just think it'd be too much for him. And and I agree as well that I think he'll concentrate on the league because they've got to they've got to do reasonably well in the league because they're not going to do anything in the Champions League this season. So I just think they won't they won't have enough. They they won't they won't get out of this group. Um, Ajax will win it. Um, not sure who will come second. Yeah, like I said, Lille have sold Pepe. This like I said, sell the other guy too. I think is it AC Milan he's gone to, or uh, I can't remember where it's AC Milan he's gone to. Um, Lau. But I think yeah, I think Ajax win win the group really. I think I honestly think that that the Chelsea get third in the group um, behind Valencia and he takes Europa League and maybe that as another route to Europe. Yeah, um, that probably makes more sense. I think yeah, I think yeah, but they probably stand more of a chance going further. Well, definitely stand more a chance going further in the Europa League than they do in the Champions League. Because even if they get out of this group, they're not going to. They're not going to no, do it. They're not. Pull, the they're pulling no trees no, up with us. Well, no. and, and it's just an experience. It's, it's like the kid Tommy Abraham. You know, don't get me wrong. He looks a goal scorer and everything, but he just doesn't have the experience. He will have by the end of the season. He could end up a very good player. That one, John. Oh. Yourself, just to close up. Uh, what, what's your thoughts on this one? Are you are you Chelsea bashing with us? <laughs> I love a bit of Chelsea bashing. Chelsea, that'll be. A, I'll tell you what, that Chelsea Ajax game, there'll be freaking goals galore in that. <laughs> That's one thing for sure. Because I think one of the things we're seeing with Chelsea is they cannot defend. You know, the Lampard seems to be doing a lot to sort of evolve their style and the, you know, this possession game, but more building from the back. You know, he's using Mason Mount, he's using Abraham, but they're very, very susceptible. And you've seen it, you know, obviously Old Trafford, you know, if you're going to United and losing 4-0, you've got work to do. Um, and then they started like a house on fire against Leicester. They were all over them. And I thought, God, they're going to they're gonna blitz these guys. But then Leicester sort of rode the storm and really, really controlled the second half and actually should have probably won that game. So it's a, it's a very, very open group. Um, Ajax... They're just such a conveyor belt, Ajax. There'll probably be a couple of players, you know, at the end of the season that we'll be talking about <laughs> that we'd never really heard of <laughs> before before now. That's just the way Ajax are in Europe. They, they're just incredible at bringing players through. But it's hard not to think that the loss of, you know, Frankie de Jong, Delict, these guys isn't going to seriously derail that team that we're doing so well. Um, so for me, it's a very open group. Neck on the line, I'd probably say I could see Ajax going through and first, and I could see, yeah, I'd agree, Dave, uh, with you, what you're saying there. You could see Valencia maybe with that, but more know-how edging Chelsea, Chelsea out. Put this to you. You know, if, if you're Frank Lampard, do you look at it and go, look, we're not pulling up any trees in this competition. We'd be as well getting... The, the, you know the Europa League. Uh, it's another angle to go at for the season. Uh, you know he's not guaranteed top four uh, with that squad, but he may. I, I don't. I don't know, Dave. To be honest, because I think you know it's a weird situation. The... That whole club is in in this stodge mm-hmm. static. Uh, it, it's not do it. It's it's up to Lampard to make something for next season because. You know, if, if they if they can get back into the Champions League next year, their name is still there. Their name, their star hasn't faded that far. They can pick up players once the band's over if they have the cash for it. How do you plan your season if you're Chelsea? I think for Lampard, it's a bit of a free hit to be honest, because unlike maybe Sarri and unlike certainly Benitez, the fans there love him. 
you know, and the fans are going to back him and they're going to be loyal and they'll take his side over the players because he was such a brilliant figure for them in the best period of their history. He's arguably the best player they had in their history. So he has that element of time. But I think if you're Lampard and you're looking to make a name, I think his he will see that group as a challenge, but he will see getting out of that group as, you know, that's, that's a real good start and a feather in the cap for him. I think if he doesn't get out of that group, questions will be asked, you know, because they'll look at those other teams. I think it's a bit of a free hit because he's he's hamstrung by the transfers, you know. They, so if, if it doesn't work out, people are always going to say, well, you know what, he hasn't been able to bring in who he wants. He's working with youth. Um, if he does well, he, you know, he's given credit then for maybe overachieving a bit. But I think, Dave, there's no way he can say, yeah, yeah, let's just take third in this group. Let's write it off because like, write it off for what? So he can put all his focus in the league or the Europa League. There's no guarantees with that. That's a knockout competition. You're going to play some strong teams in the back end of the Europa League. You know that. So I think they'll absolutely be doing everything in their power to get to get through that group. But but I think it'll be a big challenge for them. But I think Chelsea's a really interesting one because you look at we're sort of strength from the Champions League a bit, but if you look at the top the, the top of the table, the top three to me pick themselves. I still think for all their problems, Spurs will have more because they're just because of the level of turmoil United are in and Arsenal are still a lot of work in that back four. You know, you You've got Leicester, you've got Wolves, you've got Chelsea. It's a dogfight for that fourth place. But I think, Dave, they'll they'll go for it. And, you know, whether or not they'll get in the top two, I don't know. I think Valencia could edge them. And I think, you know, Ajax will fancy themselves as well. But but we don't Ajax are an unknown quantity. Certainly, probably not as much for Burrell, but they are certainly for, for us. Without De Jong, without De Ligt, what are they going to be like? You know, uh, how good are they going to be in Europe? So... A lot of question marks, but it's an interesting season watching Chelsea. But one thing's for sure, we're not worried about them. You know, they're not a team I'd be worried about Liverpool playing, that's for sure. No, indeed. Uh, not at all. Well, listen, uh, big covers it, but just for the crack of it, we'll go around the table. Uh, and I'm going to ask you to pick your winners of the Champions League this season, just for the fun of it. Beryl, who, who do you, who, now you've seen the draw, who do you fancy as winners? Uh, there's only one answer to that. Uh, I, I want uh, number seven. <laughs> I think we all we all want that one, uh, and and you know something, it's it's a I think we're doing a double this year. I, I I really do. I think we're winning the league, and I said it last season we got the Champions League, but I just think there's there's something about us this season. There's just there's a, there's a determination about us, and I can I can see us doing them both. Uh, cool dip yourself. Where, where where do you stand? My heart says Liverpool will go far, and Liverpool could Liverpool could win it, but. I don't know. I've discussed. I don't want to say, but I don't know about Man City. I know they've, you know, because he might. Depends what's happening in the league. If Liverpool, if we carry on doing very well in the league and we can stay ahead, and City, you know, because I think he want to win the. He obviously wants to win everything, Pep, but he really wants the Champions League. So, I think it's between Liverpool and Man City for the Champions League. So I, I genuinely believe that. I think one of those two teams will will win it. Easily let you away with that one because there's only a way for you to choose between them. You know, at the end of the day, they are. <laughs> they seem right. to be head and shoulders above everything in Europe at the minute. John, yourself, you going to double with me or no? Oh, God, Dave. I can't say we're going to win a double because I'll be called deluded by people that don't support Liverpool. Did you ever think you'd hear me say that? <laughs> no, no, Dave. I, I've sat here through your Brendan Rodgers era rants, so this is nice. This, this is nice to hear you so positive. Um Oh, God, who's going to win it? Um, I have a feeling for Man City. I do. Um, I have a feeling for Man City just because I think it's one of those ones where, where, where Pep, you know, like a couple of says there, and I think there's such a, there's an obsession there. Listen, do I think we are one of the, I think Liverpool and Man City are the best two teams in Europe. My heart says we can win it. And, and to be honest, my head in a lot of ways says, we could win it as well. Um, but the one thing I sort of look at is we've been in, we haven't lost a two-legged tie yet with Klopp. Um, and to me, I know some people will go, well, there you go, there's your evidence. Of course, we're going to be at the final. Whereas I'm sort of thinking that has to end sometime. Um, can we reach three Champions League finals in succession? I mean, that we've never done that in our history. I, I don't know. If, if you put my head on the block, I'd say 
City. But on the, the counter side of that, I think if City do go to the final and win it and put all their energy, that would open up the league for us. So, man, I'd take that this season, to be frank. I just want to get that league won. But uh, I'm going to say City. Ah, not giving them anything. They'll not, they'll not go past the semi-finals. That's as far as they'll ever get, uh, <laughs> in my opinion. Maybe, maybe, and, and maybe happen for them this season. I don't know. It depends who they come up against. To the side. If, they, if they end up with an Atletico Madrid or something like that in, the, in, in some other rounds, I'd be very interested to see how they would get by them. Uh, but I would say the same for ourselves as well in that one. Listen, guys, we've rambled on here, um, and we'll bring it to a close at that point. Just thank you very much for your time, as always, and, and look forward to you talking to you again soon. And to the listener, thanks again for listening, and until the next one, up the Reds. Up the Reds.